This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Here we are, Yahtzee, slightly something. I wasn't ready. Oh, crap. I wasn't ready. Oh, back. Oh, get back to... Oh, uh, no, it's too late. No, no, it's all right. Fine. (laughs) It's fine. This is where we are now. This is our life. Oh, crap. This is our lives. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Slightly Something Else, a new live podcast from the people who brought you Slightly Civil War. I'm Yahtzee Crozier. And I'm Jack Packard. Right at the top of the show, we want to uh, tell everybody kind of how the format of this will work. Obviously, this is just Yahtzee and I talking about whatever we feel like talking. Um, if you do uh, put in a, a super chat or a, uh, a YouTube subscription or any of those fun things, we will kind of save those for certain segments of the show. So you are encouraged to super chat us up, uh, but we won't necessarily hit those right when you do it, we'll save those for specific segments of yeah, the show. Basically, basically, we reserve the right to ignore you, no matter how much money you give us. <laughs> Absolutely. But here's one we can do real quick, though. Uh, Minias, thanks for the five bucks. Sad to see Slightly Civil War go. Looking forward to the beautiful new series. It will be truly beautiful. Well, we're in it. This is This is it. We're doing it now. This is it. We're doing it now. Cookie can, has already can... scratched at my door to get into my office. Everything's going you, fine. You can stop looking forward, everyone. <sighs> That's right. So, for our first topic, yes, we decided we were going to talk about a subject that's quite near to both our hearts, I'd say. Absolutely. The, the genre of the light farming sim. <laughs> not, not those heavy farming sims. Not that... Uh, the, the games that are literally just called Farming Simulator. Right, right. Not bollocks. like running machinery or anything. Excuse you. And it happens. starts. And it starts live, baby. Already. See, we, we, we were in profile format for this because we thought we could crop out the dogs. <laughs> but apparently, but uh, the dogs will, will never leave us alone. <laughs> never, never. Uh, yes, yeah, so Farming Sims uh, specifically... Uh, uh, what I what I pitched out as an idea to talk about is what I believe to be the perfect loop that Stardew Valley has given us. That that mm. twenty minute day cycle, they've landed on it perfectly. They, as in concerned ape, because they you know they're the only ones who has yeah. made it. This that insane person who solely makes the game <laughs> and has apparently been working on nothing else for about ten years. And we love it. Well, they they worked on the board game. I have the board game back there. That's weird. <laughs> that they made a board game? I'd be interested to hear how the 20-minute loop translates to the board game. Right. Yeah, and we haven't we haven't got a chance to play it yet. Um mostly because other, you know, we're in lockdown, so I haven't had a chance to play it with other adults. <laughs> That's board games for you, isn't it? Right. It's always waiting for the chance to play it. <laughs> Ooh, ooh, can we can we play it? But but uh, I I was recently playing some other games that had farming elements in them. I know ooh. as well. You have been playing other games that had farming elements in them. Well, 
well, we there's well the first of the other games with farming elements in it that Stardew Valley is influenced from was of course Harvest Moon, mm-hmm. which started it all on the snares. Although we need to be careful saying Harvest Moon now because there's a bit of copyright bollocks going on there. <laughs> uh, yes, that's very true. Yes, because if you play Harvest Moon these days, the new Harvest Moons, like the one that came out last week, actually Harvest Moon One World, I think it's called. Mm-hmm. Those are developed. Those are published by Natsume, and are not the original Harvest Moon because the original Harvest Moon was the series that in Japan is called Bokujo Monogatari or Farm Story. And that series is now sold in the West as Story of Seasons. Oh, okay. So, yes, yeah, so there was a remake of the GBA Harvest Moon called Story of Seasons, Friends of Miracle, Mineral Town, not Miracle. <laughs> and that was uh, the original developers. But uh, Natsume published Farm Story in the West as Harvest Moon, mm-hmm. which were the games we knew of, and they held on to the rights to that name. So when the developers of uh, Farm Story, Marvelous Entertainment, I think, uh, switched publishers to their own publishing house, Exceed Games, they couldn't use the name Harvest Moon in the West because Natsumi were hanging on to it like a bunch of like a bunch of e squatters. <laughs> so now in the West, Farm Story is so now in the West, Farm Story is Story of Seasons, and Harvest Moon is a rival series that Natsume pumped out. Which is vastly inferior. So don't get mixed up. So don't buy Harvest Moon, but buy the Harvest Moon from another country, is what you're saying. No. no. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Don't buy what don't buy what's called Harvest Moon now. Okay. Because you, you might be nostalgic for Harvest Moon back when it was on the snares in the Game Boy Advance, but that's not what it is now. Oh. Story of Seasons is that. Harvest Moon is a different thing. Oh, okay. I'm with you. I, I'm with you, I think. <laughs> I, I honestly don't know. Like, I played a little bit of Harvest Moon back in the day. Well, you were talking about the perfect loop of Stardew Valley. And yes. if you look at Harvest Moon, it feels very much like a very stripped-down Stardew Valley, obviously, because mm. Stardew Valley was very heavily influenced. Right, right. But there's a couple of recognizable elements that, in the midst of all the uh, snares-era clunkiness. Mm-hmm. There is the fact that you can romance girls around the town, and there is the day-night cycle. Okay. You pick, you buy seeds, you sprinkle them, you water them, and then nothing happens until you finish the day and move on to the next day. And that is the core of the light farming sim loop. Right. The, day, the day-to-day cycle, which, mm-hmm. is, which Stardew Valley uses very effectively. Mm-hmm. Right, which which is yeah. part of the the reason why you love it. Well, but but that's only like that's only the the hair, right? That's the the primary, and then you get into the the yes. secondary loop, which is all the other stuff that you can do around town. The the bigger picture, right? Well, adjust glasses, smug voice. <laughs> Actually, this is a topic I covered in a Dev Diary episode, in which I broke down all the loops of Stardew Valley to try to determine exactly where the appeal lies okay and as you as you say yes the farm the primary loop is the farming but that's like divided into two things the primary loop is pay off now and doing stuff that pays off later okay and they and there's opportunities for both during each part of the loop you usually start the loop doing the stuff that pays off later like you wake up you're right next to your farm you water your crops 
And you don't get a payoff for that straight away. That's that's for long-term payoff. Okay, I'm with you. And then once you've done that, once you've got the time, then you do activities with the immediate payoff. The mining, the fishing, the foraging for berries and stuff. Sure. And basically, it's a morning of work time that pays off later, and then an afternoon of leisure time that pays off now. So... If if I if I know my definitions correctly, and please correct me if I am wrong, so the uh, a a primary loop would be the fishing mini game, Duncan yes. and fish. A secondary loop would actually be the watering the plants now and then picking them later. Yes. Okay. That's the that's the secondary loop. All right. Well, which which of course you do, you do first. The, <laughs> yeah, that's the thing you're doing on a sort of. Um, uh, more on a ten minutes to ten minute basis, mm-hmm. or depending on how 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 much stuff you're doing, right? And then and then the uh, again, this is just me trying to remember definitions. Then the tertiary loop is your overall goal: what you want to build yes. on your farms, what you want to, what kind of equipment you want to raise to. For me personally, it was uh, getting a greenhouse and having a coffee bean farm. That was my mm. overarching goal. Yes, the tertiary loop uh, covers quite a few different experiences because mm-hmm. Stardew Valley has a lot of things you can do, and you can. And the uh, the cleverness in its design is that you can engage with as much of one thing or as little as you like. Right. So you can engage with the fishing, or you could just do, as you say, just make a coffee farm if that's all you want to do. <laughs> yeah, and that is that's all I wanted to do, which was great. Which was great because. There's a lot of different reasons people play games, of course. Mm. Some people like to play through a story. Stardew Valley offers that. You, you, the story is the story of your farm. Mm. At the end of at the end of you got how long? You got like two, four years, and then you get assessed. You get the ghost of your grandpa comes back and 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 lets you know how well you've done. Mm. And that's that's kind of the story end. Or if you want, the story end could be um, when you have when you get married to someone and they pump out the requisite two kids. <laughs> the because all because all the characters have story arcs as well. That's that's where the story is. Of course, um, getting through the relationship track persona style, right? Which is which is its own separate. But equal tertiary loop is, oh, I want to marry this person. Oh, I want to yeah. go through all of the character stories. Absolutely. That's definitely one of the very, very long-term loops. Yeah, yeah. Other people play games to uh, develop and expand a space of their own. Mm. Like you with your coffee farm. You want to uh, expand your abilities, expand your capabilities to... Continue expanding. Mm-hmm. Exponentially, if you will. <laughs> oh, and I will. Right. Well, and so what? what is it, you know, I, as, I, as I started to dig into this, what is it about that 20 minutes? Because it always feels like at the end of the day, at the end of your 20-minute day cycle, when you have to – when you are forced to go to bed – it always feels like there was you were just at that point where like ooh I could have done maybe one more thing right, mm. and it always feels great. It always feels like oh I did, I got a lot accomplished today, but oh I could have just done one more thing, and that drives you to the next day. Any shorter, it would have been too stressful. Any longer, and you would have had free time on your hands. Mm. 
it's as you say it's quite extraordinary that they've hit upon the developer has hit upon almost the perfect sweet spot there yes what is it about 20 minutes <laughs> and is it is it really 20 minutes that feels a bit long to me 20 minutes i i want to say a full day takes you approximately 20 minutes i feel I, that's what i remember though it's all it also has been quite a while since i've played it so i'm going purely on my memory and my feeling and the the reason this has come up is because I was playing a game recently that has a farming element to it, but mm. your your day your day cycles are significantly shorter. Yes, this was Atomic Crops. Yes, yes, yeah. We had talked about this a little bit off off podcast. Is I was digging into Atomic Crops, which is a part gardening simulator and part twin stick shooter roguelike. Yeah. I had a quick go of it yesterday when mm. you brought it up. Yeah. It's it's definitely sort of shooting for Nuclear Throne meets Harvest Moon. Yes, very much so. Cuz the loop in that is 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 like it's like 3 minutes long. You you got your farm mm-hmm. and then in that 3 minutes you got to run out into the wild, <laughs> kill some things, find some seeds, yeah, run back, plant all the seeds. <laughs> while defending it from all the monsters that are attacking yeah right then, and I, it's i want to say it's a it's a four minute day you yeah, get two it's very, it's very short and it feels very stressful in incredibly incredibly stressful and with only having four minutes total to find your seeds plant your seeds water your crops pick your crops while also defending them in the solid two minutes i never felt like i got even a foothold on the gardening side of it no when i was playing it it felt sort of simultaneously too fast and too clunky because the plants grow really fast even the weeds grow like so fast you can barely keep ahead of them. Yes. Uh, but the process of plowing a spot or planting a seed takes just a little bit too long. <laughs> you got to stand there like sort of swatting the air until mm-hmm. a little bar fills up. And of course, in Sardew Valley, plowing is basically instant. Plowing and planting is basically instant. Yeah. Well, and, it's, you know, Stardew Valley also, you know, is... Stardew Valley doesn't have that pressure, so you know you can take your time and upgrade your tools to make everything yeah. a little bit faster. Whereas the incredibly short day of Atomicrops means that you, because you're barely getting by by the skin of your teeth every day, you don't have the resources to upgrade anything on your run, which is like the rogue-like elements of it. Exactly. It's just uh, stress, really. <laughs> There's no. There, it ha- it's a game. With no chill, it's a, yes, it's a game with absolutely no chill, and, and the oh, go and the core of Statue Valley <laughs> is the chill. As I say, you get up, uh, you do some work, and then you chill, and then you chill, <laughs> yeah, and then you chill at the end. And but at the end of the day, you still feel like because the days weren't too long, mm-hmm. you still feel like yes, I chilled, but I had a 
productive day. I deserved that chill. Well, and and the the ch- with the chill comes the choice, right? Of what now yeah. that I've gotten my my work done in the morning, now that I've watered the plants, I've, you know, gotten my area ready, what do I want to do today? Do I want to go, you know, I- interact with other people? Do I want to go to the mines? Do I want to go fishing? What do I want to do whereas in a game like Atomicrops, there there's never a what do I want to do? It's always defense, defense, defense. Yeah. And and so like that, and I guess what what got me thinking down this path was what if the day cycle in Atomicrops was a little bit longer? Would that make it better? What what is it about Stardew Valley's twenty? I, I'm, what I'm seeing in chat is uh, is uh, twenty four minutes is a full day. Obviously, you can't stay up for twenty four yeah. minutes as you won't get enough sleep. Huh. Feels less than that. <laughs> Uh, just to acknowledge a super chat, Hippolito Alanis gives a, a 100 ARS, whatever they are, and says, if I may add, mm. smug voice adjust glasses, <laughs> the fact that you can only save when you sleep, but at the same time when you wake up you have rewards waiting for you, that if you collect them you have to play until the next night. Ooh. And I think that gets to the core of a lot of this, is that in Atomic Crops the plants just grow over time, mm-hmm. like over like a minute. Yeah. But uh, in in Stardew Valley and Harvest Moon, there's that very firm. the The day night thing makes a very firm sort of stop point. Yeah, there's a point where the game says you can do no more for this plant. If you hang around here, <laughs> nothing more is going to happen. Yeah, nothing's going to happen until a day passes because that's how it works. <laughs> it's, not, it's not a it's not a real time thing. Yeah, it's a day to day thing. That's the that's the point. I think. Ooh. The fact that it says there's nothing more you can do for this now. Move on. Come back tomorrow. That's what makes you keep coming back. Yeah. Well, this, which of course is the essence of the Facebook game, isn't it? The, which the is Animal no, Crossing. Yeah. Come back every day. Right. It's it's no longer a thing. The Facebook game. The really. <laughs> that's true. Animal, but of course, Animal Crossing. That's like real time days. Right. Act, like actual days. That's mm. a, that's enough. Which feels like more of a commitment, but in Stardew Valley, it's in-game days, right? So, so basically, like what perhaps as as we're because you know, like I said, Stardew Valley gets it so correct. Atomicrops is one of those games that I feel like is is one or two tweaks away from being something really amazing, and so perhaps what it's missing is that secondary loop. Because they have almost combined the farming into the primary loop, as you have to be there to defend the crops. The trouble with the game is that I didn't really feel like there was much distinction between farming mode and shooting mode. Mm -hmm. During farming mode, you could run out and shoot things, and those things will sometimes follow you back, and you have to keep shooting them. Mm -hmm. And then in shooting mode, um, you're still farming. You're still watering stuff as you shoot. Right. And you still plant seeds. I think, call me crazy, the game might have benefited from creating a more of a distinction there. If you if you just do farming stuff and then your hoe goes in the backpack and out comes the shotgun. Mm. And then it's just defense. And the plants don't grow until like the next growth phase. Sure, sure. I like that. I think that could that- work. That would be my suggestion. And I'm um, what I'm seeing here in a super chat, thank you, B Pendragon for the five bucks American, uh, is that six AM to two AM, the full Stardew Valley day, is 
almost is just about 13 minutes. Okay. That's, so 24 minutes would be like the full, uh, a full 24 hour cycle, which yes. you generally don't do. Right. And so, so really what we're talking about here is, is a 12 minute loop or a 13 minute loop. So just to quote another super chat from yeah. Corey Long, who gave us $10. Why do we think 20 minutes or in this or indeed 12 <laughs> to 15 12. minutes is such a common day night cycle length? Stardew Valley, Minecraft, Outer Wilds, San Andreas, many more. Ooh. Is this is it worth exploring the concept of the moment? Because this is something I saw in an episode of QI once, mm-hmm. where the human the human consciousness has this sort of internal idea of what a moment is. Like um it's something like three seconds. If you have a hug that goes on longer than three seconds, it starts to feel weird. <laughs> Okay. So I wonder if it's I wonder if it's something like that. Three three seconds is like a moment in human cognition. Yeah. Ten minutes is like, you know, time for a cup of tea. It's it's a break. Ten, ten minutes is a session, if you will. It's it's a smoke break. Is it? <laughs> yeah. It does it. It feels like a natural cutoff point for like a unit of time. Mm-hmm. You can do a lot of things in ten minutes. Absolutely. Absolutely. But it also feels like a, a solid ending point because you can get so much accomplished in that 10 to 12 minutes. When you are mm. done with that, it's also a point where you're comfortable putting it away, which is, again, a, an incredible thing that Stardew Valley does is when you say, oh, I'm just going to go one more day. All right. Now I have a, a stopping point. The game told me to stop. I feel comfortable stopping. I think 10 to 12 minutes is the sp- is the the smallest amount of time that feels like enough to get something done in. Yeah. But not so long that it's long enough that if you were doing nothing, you'd feel bored throughout that 10 minutes. <laughs> but it's it's short enough for most tasks. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Um, yeah. And, and again, just trying to, you know, for me, try and... and uh, for for your newest Harvest Moon games, are, do they have a similar day-night cycle? Do they have a similar time constraint slash opening for, for these, uh, for farming and stuff? Well, I did play Harvest Moon One World, the new one, and mm-hmm. that's, a, that's a bit weird with it. I mean, it kind of has the, I mean, it does have the day-night loop, but the stuff you do in it just doesn't feel fulfilling. Because the premise, of, the premise of this game, and I'm actually doing in zero punctuation soon enough, so um, oh. you'll all see my opinion there. <laughs> so yeah, don't, don't spoil your ZP of it, but you know the generals here. But what it's trying to do is it's trying to work the farming sim thing into a more traditional explore the world RPG sim where you go from uh, area to area. Mm-hmm. So you start off in the grasslands, you move on to the slightly different grasslands, then you move on to a beach area, then you move on to like a desert area. And a snowy area, and you're you're and, farming in all of these areas. Well, how it works is you have a you have a miniaturizable farm. You, you have a farm. <laughs> I'm ready. I'm ready. And when you feel like moving on, you can pack your whole farm up into a little tiny miniaturized box and move on to the next designated spot where a farm can go. Okay. But you can only bring your farm buildings and your animals. You can't bring anything you're growing. Oh. And you also don't get to decide how big your growing patch is. You get, like, designated grids of squares. 
I, I, and it just I like this premise. It, I like the premise is what I'm saying here. Well, I didn't pull it off very well. <laughs> That's fair. That's absolutely fair. Because uh, or even though it has like the loop, mm-hmm. I don't know if it's like 10 to 15 minutes, but it just doesn't feel fulfilling because a lot of um, Stardew Valley and Harvest Moon's appeal is the sense that you're starting from a small thing and growing and expanding that thing until it's a nine-acre agricultural concern. Mm-hmm. And this feels more like, you know, pulling up roots and moving on every ten minutes. Right. Well, that's that's what... The, and, and this is, again, Stardew Valley's great and brilliant, but the, the, the glory of Stardew Valley is in that tertiary, is in the long-term goals, which, yeah. which actually was my initial problem with Stardew Valley is... The, my very first playthrough, I actually did not like it very much uh, because I felt like it was directionless. Uh, it was only my second playthrough after the Coffee Bean update where I had mm. my own goal in mind. Did the game click for me? Because that's that's another reason people play games is for certain kind of games offer a chance for creativity. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Minecraft would be the... Another example there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of reasons people play that. Some people play it for the adventure. Some people play it for the survival challenge. Mm-hmm. Some people play it for uh, creativity. I'd say the main like appeal for in video games comes from uh, story completion, hundred percent completion, mm-hmm. uh, expansion, creativity, and challenge. And I think. Of all those, challenge is probably the weakest aspect of Stardew Valley, <laughs> but it's got stuff for everything else. It's, you know, uh, the the challenge, the, the thing that they do is they balance that challenge with what the player wants to accomplish. Like, you know, for example, the the challenge in making a big coffee farm is, one, finding the initial beans, which is very, very difficult. Uh, mm. y- you know, finding the right temp- temperature to grow them in, building your greenhouse. Like, that's the challenge, is plotting out your steps. Very similarly, when you're in the mines, the the challenge is how far can I go? It's It's all like put on the player's hands how challenging do you want the game to be right so the challenge is uh management i suppose challenge is Mm. how to uh get through the steps which might be a good time to bring up loop hero which is another game people have been mentioning in the chat that i've noticed (laughs) because speaking of loops it's got loop right there in the name Yes. So yeah, I would love to talk about Loop Hero. I had a I had a very uh I did not think I was going to enjoy it, but I had a very good time playing it overall. It's certainly absorbing. Mm-hmm. I've been playing it. I don't know if I like it. <laughs> All right, but, I get that. But it certainly has that ooh I want to go around one more time mm-hmm. feel that you get from playing Stardew Valley and waking up in the morning to a fresh bounty of crops yeah because it's many ways it's in many ways it is a farming game you're it's a loot farming game (laughs) yes you you go around a circle Mm. uh creating opportunities for your character to get into combat Mm. so you can gather loot and make a big collection of it and then the challenge of that game is knowing when to quit as you say (laughs) with the with the mines 
with the mines in Sardew Valley. Because the challenge is, each time you get to the camp, do we want to risk another one? Because if we get killed, then uh, we lose a crap. Yeah, we lose quite a large amount of our crap, and we would really like to hang on to our crap. Yes, but once again, it's it's self-imposed difficulty because you, the player, gets to choose where the enemies spawn and how much the enemies spawn. And if you put more difficult enemies next to each other, you get better loot. But where are you going to mm. put them? Are you going to put them really close to the end? Are you going to put them close to the beginning? How are you going to organize your difficulty? Yeah, a lot of that game's kind of lost on me, I think. Loop Hero? Yeah. I mean, oh, yeah. there were certain cards in that game where I questioned the point of having them at all. <laughs> Do you remember a specific one or no? Well, I'm thinking of the swamp card. The swamp card, which... does Is that the one that makes the vines come and kill people? No. 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 Oh. That's, a very use, that's a very useful card. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it can uh, kill those bloody fiery worms without them running away. Mm-hmm. No, I'm talking about the swamp where it just spawns like mosquitoes every now and again, and your none of your healing works while you're on it. Sure. And it just felt like a pain in the ass, so I just stopped putting it in my deck, and everything was fine. <laughs> that's and that's fair. That's that's absolutely fair. I, you know, what I was thinking about is more like the. Um, the uh, the castle cards where you can randomly add a vampire to certain fights. Yeah, I, I sort of get that because it adds like an extra monster to fight for mm. more loot opportunities. Yeah. But don't, don't other monsters provide enough? Well, but it's it's a card that you can place to get you that loot. And if you have the right equipment, dealing with a vampire isn't that big a deal until they start to compound, you know? it's Because then, like, what if a harpy decides to fly down from the mountains? Because you grew your mountains too big and now you got harpies in there. But i got to have a big mountain. It's plus 99 health. <laughs> I know. It's so great. It's so fantastic. Um, <laughs> well, so, someone in the chat whose name is YahtzeeFan777, who knows how to butter up the the uh, podcast hosts, I suppose, mm-hmm. asks if Loop Hero is a roguelite because the game confuses them. Well, it's certainly confusing if you haven't played it. It's a very <laughs> difficult game to explain. It is. Uh, it, it's, sort of, it's sort of not a roguelite and not a deck builder and not uh, a farming game and not a management game and not a lot of things. But it is. <laughs> <laughs> it's all those things and not any of those things boom uh this would be considered a roguelite as you are able to upgrade your character outside of the main gameplay loop yes i think that's the standard definition there is an overall uh development path mm-hmm. rather than just resetting after every loop yeah you can build up a, a town and oh, wait here a town and uh, that that town gives you benefits in the in the loop in the literal loop. It's such a weird game. I, it's such a a beautiful experiment because you don't move your character, you don't no. actively engage in any of the combat. <laughs> yes, it's also uh, and let's also add idle game to the lists of things that it is not. Right. It's also not an idle game, but it is. It's also a it's- reverse tower defense game. It's an idle game in the sense that 
it plays itself, but you still have to be like really on the ball. You still have to like constantly <laughs> laying out cards and uh, changing equipment. Yeah. And you and the dude passes through the camp in a second. You've got to be ready with the pause button to <laughs> think about if you're going to go back to camp or not. Yeah, well, that's what uh, again. That's what makes it so very engaging is how much stuff you are doing that has nothing to do with what your character is doing. Uh, that I guess that's why I felt it. It was engaging. The, my, my my biggest complaint about it is that it's not on anything mobile at the moment because that it's a game I yeah. would love to play like right before going to bed. Yeah, you've said it's not a. It doesn't, as I say, like many idle games, it doesn't really feel like something worth booting up your gaming computer for. <laughs> yes, exactly. But it's still a, uh, I think it's a fantastic game. And when eventually it does come to mobile, because I'm sure it will, or maybe the Switch, uh, then I'll I'll pick it up again. But that's that's an interesting game in speaking of like the day loop, right? Because you get to choose hmm. how long your day loop is. And I want to say for me, I it, it naturally hit that 15 to 20 minute point. Yeah. It's another game where you feel like you can do just one more. Yes, but that's the that's the what the 10 minute loop does. But it it's it very naturally cuz you know as you play you put down all the bad guys and you're going through and you're building up your character and the bad guys are building up and becoming more difficult right as you're becoming more difficult. And I always found like 15 to 20 minutes was right at that sweet spot where I mm. didn't feel comfortable doing another loop. So I wonder if there is something about like you had mentioned that amount of time for how long you are able to pay attention to something. Well, the other the other thing is that because it's a video game, 10 15 minutes also doesn't feel like too much wasted time. I mean, mm. like wasting 10 minutes wasting an hour of your life on a video game sounds pathetic, but just <laughs> play, just playing something for 10 minutes, yeah, that's fine. There's plenty of 10 minutes in an hour. Yeah. We could we could like do other things. We could do the washing up. Yeah. Yeah. And so like maybe maybe it's just that uh, and I'm trying to think of how that would expand to a bigger game. Well, uh, Scavenger gives us a super chat with $10 US. Thank you very much, Scavenger, who asks, how about whether crops are intrinsically linked to the perfect loop because our minds have ingrained the crops aren't instant gratification, they need patience. Can any other activity fill that? Well, what would be the equivalent in like, uh, I, guess I was thinking about this, and uh, the equivalent in a combat-based game would be having some kind of disease that you could inflict upon an enemy. Ooh. And it, that would slowly kill them over time. Sure, sure. Interesting. I don't... Uh, 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 uh. I think for... What if you had a game where you were like... Which was like a hack and slash. Mm -hmm. Where you were defending against a besieging army. And on the primary loop, you'd be fighting off like waves of baddies as they attack the castle walls but in the like the longer loops you could uh send like fling diseased corpses out of the city into the like the enemy camp <laughs> and the enemy camp starts to starts to decay Ooh, okay yeah so just some like long-term strategy yeah I, I suppose for like for a for a longer game or for a bigger game part of that Part of that, like, would would be the strategy, right? Like, even thinking about something like, like an FTL, where you are able to 
pair your weapons together, right? And if you know, oh, if I get wep- if I get laser A and B, all I need is an ion cannon or a flak cannon, and you start working towards your own tertiary. Hmm. I, I guess well, I was more thinking of like uh, like a triple A game, not to get right. into Dark Souls, but like. <laughs> To, Can I put the kibosh on that straight away? To to poke to poke at a Dark Souls, is there something similar for that fifteen to twenty minutes? That you know, like, is it a new area? Is it finding equipment? What is what is kicking our serotonin when we play a a triple A title? Well, I would say the classic the classic example of a secondary loop which is what we're talking about, I guess, mm-hmm. would be getting through a level in Doom. Oh, okay. So on the primary loop, you're shooting the monsters. The yeah. secondary loop is getting to the end of the level. Mm-hmm. The tertiary loop is beating all the levels in the episode. Sure. Okay. All right. So what you're talking about could be extended to things like arenas in uh, shooters. Mm. Gears of War, of course, are just arena to arena. Sure. And so then... Ten minutes kind of feels a bit long, though. For a, for, for a, like a down on the ground shooty shooty game, <laughs> I get. I, well, I, I guess maybe maybe for Stardew Valley, which is a very chill game, we get that you know thirteen minutes, which feels right. And for something like a Doom, we're looking because the action is more hardcore. We are looking at something like maybe five minutes. I don't, how long does mm. it take to like you know get? get to the end of an area in doom i wonder well going by the par times usually about three minutes early on all right which ooh, which this depends on how good you are i suppose this this actually ties very neatly back into our discussion of atomicrops because of course atomicrops has five has five minutes or no like four and a half four and a half minutes which is why it feels to me more like a twin stick shooter with a farming gimmick yeah. than a farming game. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's an, it definitely feels like an action shooter, like a nuclear throne. Oh, yes. Yes, or, very much. Or, very or, much so. Or an enter the gungeon. Yes, very much so, which is probably why they chose that four minutes. You know, you get four minutes, you get two minutes of collecting, and then you have two minutes of battling, basically. Yeah. And yeah. then I want to say there's like a 15 to 30 seconds in between where like they warn you that the battle is going to start. Basically, there's not enough chill. There's not enough chill. And if you have if you have that farming element, you need the chill. But that explains why they chose the time limit as three to five minutes fits really nicely into an action game. Yeah. yeah. And they didn't, they didn't have chill because they didn't want you to chill. <laughs> you want to chill, you play Stardew Valley. Right. Uh, I, I guess there's guess. a reason why they didn't, why no one's made a farming action game. Because the two, you, you go into the two with different mindsets. Yeah. Do you want to? Do you want to chill? Do you want to shoot some mofo's? <laughs> you can't have both. Ooh, this is a classic spork situation. Mm. Classic spork. Yeah. Well, it's. I think. I think it's. I think it's interesting, kind of figuring out the time that we invest into games. Because, you know, obvi- we, we always talk about games in scale of finishing it, right? That 20 to 40 hours for mm. for larger games. That's like the total investment. But for the time that we put in uh, in the moment to moment, what are what are we getting out of it every moment that lets us continue playing it? 
is it is it you know the is it that like what's is it the importance of that secondary loop is that what what's keep is that what keeps driving us well yeah yeah i mean uh, <laughs> i mean fuck it this is i mean games don't have to have a second by second loop action games do because mm-hmm. that's right there in the name action right but if you know what you're getting in for if you know you're playing a chill game the primary loop could be like five, ten minutes long. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, play something like Civilization. No real primary loop there. It's just clicking on stuff. <laughs> well, that's the that's the primary loop is is obtaining and placing your things. Yeah, but it's all it's not in the name of gratification in itself. Clicking on clicking on stuff. I suppose though that would. That would also be the secondary loop. Yes. And so civilization has an intertwined loop. Or you could just say that an action game emphasizes the primary loop and a management or chill game emphasizes the secondary loop. This is why, this is why you're a professional. <laughs> this is why you're a professional. You know, how to, you know how to say things good. I am an enthusiastic amateur who's played way too many games over the last ten years. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, we've gone. We've done almost forty minutes. Should we? Should, should we do a mid-conversation oh. plug of things? Oh, we should absolutely do a mid-conversation plug of things. Hey, uh, we we had told ourselves uh, before we started that maybe around the half-hour mark we should take a, a break and double-check any super chats that we have not gotten to. So Yahtzee, if you have that open. Uh, yes. What haven't we read out? Then we can talk about that. I'm here. You're here for the plugs. Absolutely. Uh, we're doing this every Tuesday at this time. And it's going to go, uh, we plan on this going for about an hour. Uh, uh Jan, Jan Gosgs, don't know how to pronounce that, gives us 25 PLNs and asks, have we heard of Sakuna of Rice and Ruin, a two dev farm sim with Shinto and stat progression through rice farming and beating up demons? They recommend. Oh, I am not heard of Google. Not heard of that. Oh, it perhaps if I do worth looking at. I have it open right. I, I have a page open right now. Ooh, it looks a little anime. Wait, it's three D. It's like a over the shoulder. How, how anime? How dirty do you feel looking at the female characters? <laughs> uh, the the main female character looks pretty young. <laughs> but but she's not scantily clad. So there we go. <laughs> well, they usually aren't in farming games, but you still knock them up. Uh, well, we'll see. I, I have a tab open here. I will check that out later. Thank you for the recommendation. Okay. Uh, Cara Porpoise gives us $5 to say Stardew Valley is a game that I see every one of my Steam friends just play, but I've never touched. Well, play it then, you asshole. They also give us another 5 bucks and say, Hi, Jack, glad to see you've become part of something new with 100% less diabetes. Thanks thanks for the collective $10, Cara oh, Porpoise. Oh, that's a Rich Evans joke. Yes. Okay, I okay. get you. I get I get it. We often joke that Rich Evans has diabetes. Uh, Jesse Broffler? Gives us five US dollars to say the fact that Stardew Valley also allows you to do replays with different farm terrains is a great idea for replayability. Mm. Which ties into Ian Price's super chat, who gives us five dollars to say, any thoughts on Concerned Ape and his dedication to free content updates, even multiple years later? Uh, uh, what Concerned Ape has done is given an incredible amount of value to his product. And yeah. 
as long as he can do that, I applaud him and I I enjoy it. So obviously, I'm bought his dang game. Uh, is, yeah, yeah. You can you can tell he's dedicated to it. It's like the main, the only thing he's done, and so I guess he's uh, feels a lot of affection for it. Which personally, is- I'm a consider myself a restless creative. I don't think I could work on the same thing for that long. I think I can. Keep, I don't think I can keep adding stuff. Yeah. Uh, no, like, but what if it's what if it's so very popular? What if you made something that was so incredibly popular? Oh, you mean like a video game review series on YouTube? <laughs> well, yes. I suppose just, I could feel motivated to keep that going. You could just keep that going forever and ever. This is all I'm saying. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, Storm. Have we moved on? Oh well, I, actually, we just, I was just gonna—I was gonna—to uh, uh, ch- uh, the one person who said that they, everyone on their Steam friend list, plays Stardew Valley, and they haven't yet have a goal. Like, if if it's so worth it, it's it's a fantastic game. But if you go in with a goal in mind, the, making a farm, becoming the best fisherman, getting all of yeah. the waifus or husbandus or however you dang say it. Well, as, as we said, it depends what you play games for. If you like a story, you can find a story there. If you yeah. like 100% completion, you can bloody well find a lot of stuff to <laughs> scratch the 100% completion itch. Absolutely. Get yeah. all the recipes, catch all the fish, complete all the uh, things in the community center. Right. You can either you can either be a dummy and uh, and complete all the things in the community center, or you can make sure that everyone still has a job there and do the JoJo. You Mart. monster! Don't side with JoJo Mart, you monster! I'm sorry, JoJo Mart is keeping the economy running, and your your community center literally f- puts people out of work. Oh, they have no soul, though. <laughs> sure, but. Uh, like uh, what you're saying is you're okay of uh, uh, people in the town uh, losing their income. Ugh, Jack, have you ever engaged with any fictional work? In, in, in what do you mean? Generally, generally, you don't side with the evil corporation <laughs> that runs everything. Just saying. I uh, I did in Stardew Valley. That's the only time. That's the only time I've ever sided with the evil corporation. What a weirdo you are. Anyway. Storm Templar, moving on from all this, gives us $199 to ask who best starred you waifu. Um, I guess that that's inevitably where things are going to go. Right. Uh, for me, it was Penny. Librarian gets a reading nook. Lovely. The f- first time I played Stardew Valley, I married... Uh, I've forgotten her name now. Shows how attached I was. Oh no! She's the the one who's an artist who lives in a shed, and and oh. uh, you can you can make her points go up just by giving her random forage you find in the grass outside her house. Yeah. <laughs> so she yes. was the easy option. Uh, they're saying Leia. Yes, Leia. Yes, that one. But with my more recent playthrough, I ended up seducing Maru, mm-hmm. the inventor lady. And you know what? It doesn't really matter. You just pick one. I feel beyond a couple of superficial differences, the personalities are all kind of the same. They're all like perfectly reasonable person. <laughs> as long as you give them the right gift, they're perfectly I reasonable. I there was like a female character who had the sort of emotional depth as Shane from the boy options, mm. who was like suicidally depressed. Sure. <laughs> that, that's interesting. That's a hook. Mm-hmm. I don't think any of the girls had a hook. 
No, well, I, you know, a, a lot of them, it's just kind of what what you put into them, right? <laughs> like Pe- uh, Penny had a, a wonderfully, you know, tragic backstory, uh, you know, like living with her alcoholic mother, trying to get away from it all, just help me, you know, the school teacher helping at the library. Oh, Penny. <laughs> she, she She was great. Well, we know your type. That's the <laughs> you're 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 the savior complex. Ah, uh, yeah, a little bit, but all you know, she's just I, I, I want someone who who uh, who's able to, uh, you know, just sit down. We can be in the same room and not talk because we're both reading books. Oh, I love that. Comfortable, you're comfortable. Uh, Aaron Ducker gives five A dollars, Australian dollars. I possibly. believe that's Australian. Yeah. I would think that would be AUD, but whatever. Mm. Ask, what do you guys take on Summer in Mara and or My Time at Porsche, which are the fully 3D indie Stardew Valley-esque games? I have played My Time at Porsche. I played it for a while. I didn't really play it for very long. I think it suffers from like the full 3D thing mm. because it makes me think of how... Games like Doom Eternal and uh, Marvel's Avengers, all based around these very confusingly laid out hub areas. And it's not clear where to go for everything. Yes. And I I have that problem in full 3D environments, and I don't have that, obviously, in a top-down 2D environment, because you can see where everything is. Well, and I want to say my time at Porsche, I believe I played a little bit of that, uh, if I'm remembering it correctly. And that also required or that relied too much on the uh, on the questing. You had to do favors yes. for people. And so what if I just want to farm? You needed to do all these quests and I didn't necessarily care about anyone in town. So. Yeah, that's the important Stardew difference. Stardew difference is that you can engage with as much or as little as every element of the game as you like. Mm-hmm. But also, there's a, there's kind of a little bit of edge to Stardew Valley that you don't get in these like very cutesy farming sims. There's in what there's way? like a, well, um, as I say, one of the characters is suicidally depressed. Which you do? You go down into the depths, and there's like zombies and bats and That's true. whatever. Touche. Yeah. Very dark places. Mm-hmm. It, and um, it it doesn't feel like it's. I mean, it is family friendly, but it doesn't feel like it needs to be married to the family friendly vibe. Mm, okay, I'm with you. I'm with you. There's a there's a bit of edge to it that. The uh, the Japanese cutesy variety of the light farming sim tends not to have. I suppose you know I I have, I literally just talked about Penny's tragic backstory with her alcoholic well, yes. mother. Yeah, okay, you're um, right. Okay, I, I alcoholism, take it suicidal depression. <laughs> These people have real issues. They're not. They don't have issues like, oh oh, I haven't sewn my pretty dress for the prom yet. Could you get me some cotton threads and then I will love you more? No, they fucking dr- they're fucking drinking themselves to death, Jack. Uh, is, you're right. You're right. You're right. Who's the um, who's the homeless man in Stardew Valley? And you first find him like digging through people's trash. Yeah, what's his name? Oh, I forget his name. But in the end, it turns out he's one of them infuriating philosophical homeless types who just like who deliberately homeless themselves out of some kind of statement right and then i thought and then i realized oh you're just a kind of a dick aren't you? <laughs> yeah but it's it's definitely like uh disheartening when you first run into him and he's like don't tell anyone i'm eating out of the trash 
Yeah. Linus. Thank you. Linus is the is the homeless man. Uh, B.S. Marsh <laughs> gave us five US dollars to say, I miss slightly civil war, but this is great. Thank you, B.S. Marsh. I'm glad this is going off pretty well. Like, like we had talked about a little bit, you know, in the in the actual episode, the reception to the animated show was relatively mixed, but everyone seemed to just like us chatting about things. Yeah. yeah. Stephen Butler gives $5 to say, you guys are amazing. Question for Jack. What would you say is your pet game genre or your favorite? Yes, thank you. I know what pet means in this context, Stephen Butler. Oh, thank you for clarifying for me. I, I would have had no idea. My favorite game genre? That, no, I, I have none. I'm sorry to be such a dickhead about it, but I like a lot of different things. Whatever. Yeah, me I'm too. Yeah. I mean, I think there's there are certain kinds of games that I definitely don't like. Sure. But sure. generally, my tastes are pretty broad. Yeah. I can't really get into real-time strategy. Mm-hmm. I don't really like visual novels or anything that's all story with no gameplay integration. Mm-hmm. I can be with you there. See, uh-huh. I'm, I'm, into, I'm into narrative games, but I need there to be a game aspect. Hmm. Yeah, and and really, like it kind of depends on the mood. Like, I, like we were talking about with Loop Hero. For me, like I would love Loop Hero as my end of the day game. Just oh, I'll I'll get one loop in. I'll get one you know day cycle in. That would be perfect. That's exactly the type of game I want to play while I'm winding down during the day. Give me a triple A third person action game to to with dig into. Stealth action game with crafting and collectibles. You know, it's a little right. Spider Man, little little uh Sushima. Yeah, absolutely. Any yeah. one of those any one of those because like, oh I'm ready to get into some meat. Well uh on that note, on that <laughs> note of getting into some meat, on Billy will of meat. Billy Wilbo pays five pounds and says, Thanks, chaps. Happy you've moved to a live format. One more step towards a 100% Dark Souls show. Well, we're specifically avoiding that. We just, we just poked at it today. Just poked at it. Yeah. <laughs> Minius gives five US dollars to say, Have either of us tried Rune Factory? More of an RPG, but farming, mining monsters, good time. I haven't tried that. I know it's sort of a spin off of Farm Story, which we knew of as Harvest Moon, but is now Story of Seasons. Mm. I think it's made by the same developers, actually. Oh, okay. Uh, I have, I have yeah. not. I'm sorry. I haven't tried it. It's a little bit more, you know, fantasy RPG stuff. Sure, sure, sure. Uh, Chris Gaines 2000 gives five US dollars to say, love the new format. My wife, my wife, <laughs> checks out on Animal Crossing. <laughs> Do you, I'm quoting directly. <laughs> oh, I thought like, you just decided to do a Borat for no, no. reason. No, I'm just quoting it. Love okay. the new format. My wife, open brackets, my wife, close brackets, <laughs> checked out on Animal Crossing due to lack of depth goals or payoff. Should she try Stardew? Yes. yes. Sounds like she probably should. She would probably love that. Yeah, that, and I know Yahtzee and I had very similar things where uh, with uh, with Animal Crossing where you, you, you're into the loop but waiting until the actual next day is the killer. Yeah. I mean, unless you want to be quick on the draw of going into your Switch menu and changing the system clock. <laughs> Not that fun. Yeah, but if if she's into the premise of Animal Crossing but doesn't want to wait an actual physical day, Stardew yeah. Valley would be right up her alley. Especially if she's ever really wanted to marry one of them weird animal dudes Ooh. and put babies in them. And if she did, uh, you know, you got some research to do on costumes, my friend. There have been uh, Harvest Moon, Stroke, Story of Seasons games in the past where you could choose if you were male or female. 
And uh, I think this was true of the Game Boy Color one. But if you chose to play as a female, the moment you get knocked up, the game just ends. <laughs> like it. What do you think? What do you think you're gonna do? Your preggers. <laughs> you're gonna be barefoot in the kitchen for the rest of your life. Absolutely, just like happens in real life. Once you got that baby, you're done. <laughs> ah, the patriarchy. <laughs> That's beautiful. I think Stardew Valley <laughs> is pretty coy about the whole pregnancy process. It's like, hey, I'm pregnant. I will physically not change for the next few months, Perfect. and then a baby will materialize overnight. Boy, if only it had been as easy as that, hey. You know. Know what I'm talking about, fellow actual father? <laughs> uh, I, I love it. It's Cabbage Patch. Uh, that's Cabbage Patch. Uh, <coughs> bullshit and that's great it's it's fine for stardew valley right it would be great though if like oh you know what actually would be super fantastic in stardew valley if either you are pregnant or if your your chosen waifu is pregnant uh the the things that you're into change you know like you know like penny was my wife and so like if she got pregnant then like the the gifts that she liked would change because i know a lot of times uh, during pregnancy Yes. If you get them the wrong thing, she screams and throws it in your face. <laughs> or just silently st- uh, sulks and doesn't water your plants for a week. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. I think gay couples can have babies in Saji Valley, Nekunima. I think they just changed the terminology to adopting. Hmm, probably. Yeah. Liam Oliver gives five pounds to say, Hey, Yahtzee, love the books, and I'm playing Stardew right now. Both me and my girlfriend are playing it. She got me into it and is now cross-stitching. Well, good for her. Simultaneously? That was, that <laughs> Pl- was a bit... Uh, playing and either, either you, Either you or her might have OCD problems. It's a great game. Great game and, um, and uh, multiplayer now. Uh, Brooke Lowry gives $5 US to say, not a farming game, but I highly recommend Baton Katos and Baton Katos Origins for the GameCube. They are JRPGs with an engaging world and soundtrack. Okay. Okay. Apropos of nothing. I mean, sure. Hold on, I'm looking at... Yeah, it's it's weird spelling. Oh, I'm seeing that. Katon Kaitos. Baton Kaitos. Baton Kaitos. Uh, it's actually Baton Kaitos, Eternal Wings of the Lost Ocean. Is that <laughs> is it like is that like a li- the latest one in the franchise or something? No, that's the one for the GameCube. Uh, huh. As far as I can see, Baton Kaitos, Eternal Wings of the Lost Ocean, a video game developed by Monolith Soft. Oh, well, I, as we said in the last stream of Persona Strikers, we did. I was worried I was starting to like JRPGs because I like Persona so much. Yeah. So I tried I tried out Bravely Default 2 on Switch and it was boring as fuck. So I am reassured that I don't just like JRPGs now. That's fair. I by the way, this cover, I'm I'm looking at the cover of this. Uh back when I worked at the used video game stores, uh we had so many copies of this on our GameCube shelf. Nobody liked it. <laughs> <laughs> that's all. <laughs> well that's how you know so many people would trade it in because they no one liked this game but i remember very clearly seeing this this cover so hmm, putting that out there well there you go yeah. like, maybe it's more of a maybe it's got more niche appeal mm-hmm. sure sure when i worked in a gaming store the trading bin was just full of you know ea sports games oh a ton of those a ton of those 
But, you know, we always had to do the calculation of like what what it's worth. But then we minus a few for every copy we already had. And so after the first like three <laughs> copies of something, we'd give like 50 cents for a EA Sports game or bait and potatoes. Yeah. We we will take this if you give us money. <laughs> Pretty much, like <laughs> you're basically paying for the shelf space at this point. A disposal fee because no one is ever going to buy this. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Uh, Hobbs the Tiger gives five pounds to say I'm very much enjoying the relaxed feel of this show. Great. How do I come across as relaxed? Yes, on my comfy couch in my dressing gown. You with do my sleepy dog. You do very much so. I don't know if we've acknowledged sleepy dog enough. <gasps> Oh, hello, Toffee. I have to remember I'm in profiles. I have to keep him That's in right. my face. You did it. Hello, Toffee. Hello, Jack. <laughs> my- hello, Jack. I am Toffee. I am talking with my voice. My Mine came in at the beginning and then immediately wanted to leave my office. Uh, is your dog so, a cat? Is my dog a cat? Uh, I, believe, is- I believe that Cookie is learning the worst from Biscuit. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I've had dogs that think they're cats. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's fine. That's absolutely fine. I can deal with that. Well, it's 11.30, so I'm going to say no more Super Chats, please, because I'm not going to read out any more beyond the ones that are currently there. Okay, that's that's we'll... fair. Lock it up. Uh, let's yeah. read out the rest of them. Okay. Uh, Aditya gives 100 rupees to say, Hey, Yahtzee, did you know the god of small utensils stuck in drawers you mentioned in the Hades review is an actual god in Small Gods by Terry Pratchett? yes. Thank you, and enough people have told me that now. I have read that book, so I was probably unconsciously remembering it. Mm. It's happened before. I ripped off a joke from uh, Ross Scott once that way. Oh, no. Yes, he called me out. We had, a, we had to have a little talk. Oh, did you? Yeah. Oh. It's all, it's all fine now, though. Oh, good. I enjoy his videos. Claire Gideon <laughs> gives five dollars. I do too. To say, what is the Dark Souls of farming games? Oh, I think they're just trying to make a little funny there. All right. So Dark Souls talk. <laughs> no, we're not going well, into Dark Souls talk. I'd say Loop Hero might be the Dark Souls of farming games. The, the, so it's got it's got the vibe. The the world of Loop Hero is the all all of the world is plunged into darkness. And you are slowly cobbling back together reality itself, one tiny uh, table at a time. Yeah, it's funny. Mm. Sort of reverse Dark Souls, really. Dark Souls is about everything falling apart over time. Mm. Liam Oliver gives two pounds and says, forgot to mention it's the Stardew Valley patterns. Oh, he's talking about that uh, cross-stitching his girlfriend was doing? Oh, okay, sure. So they're making Stardew Valley cross-stitch patterns good for them. What a, it's a fantastic game. Fantastic Pixel art game. and cross-stitch seem to overlap a lot. Well, it's very easy. It's very yeah. easy to do. You don't need to worry about yeah. diagonals at all. Because cross-stitch tends to look like pixel art anyway. Mm. Mm. Uh, and Aditya gives us another 100 rupees to say, also have loved watching your videos since 2011, and my mum always gets exasperated when I watch the yellow videos with the foul language. <laughs> well, <laughs> that's understandable. <laughs> Yeah, stop it. Your uh, Yahtzee yeah. is a terrible, terrible uh, influence on you. Yes. As don't, he is on all of us. Yes, <laughs> don't listen to my videos around your mum. She suffers enough. Or his audiobooks. Well, that, <laughs> that, those are easier going. Not, I, I try to avoid swears in those. 
you know, you say you say a lot of uh, disturbing things in them. Okay, fine. But I think I put fair. I think I put one fuck in differently morphers. Oh, is that it? Yeah. Oh, nice. <laughs> there is there is one single fuck in differently morphers. See if you can find it, everyone. Ooh, it's a treasure hunt. There you go. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna get my copy off the shelf right now. Start digging through it. You oh you can't do it on the on the like digital version because then you can just you know alt f it. You have to find it in the yeah. physical version. Yeah, you big cheat. You big cheat. All right. Well, that was it. This was our first uh, our first live podcast of slightly something else, where we pick a topic and talk apparently for about forty five minutes, and then we'll read your super chats and have that little bit of interaction. What fun we had, and and you get toffee, <laughs> and you get a t- look a little toffee yes. treat. Who's very very sleepy? <laughs> toffee, hey toffee, do you want to go for a walk? <gasps> Should we go out and take a walk? We do, oh oh no! Should, should we go out? For- oh no! Well, the, <laughs> this is that's too much. Uh, I'm muting us. Thank you, everybody, for uh, watching this and or listening to this later. Once again, I've been Jack Packard. And I was Yahtzee Crozier. And now we're going to go back to that smooth spy music. And by the way, if you were if you were watching the like the video of this and not watching it live, yeah, we'll be doing these on Tuesday mornings for me, ten thirty Pacific, twelve thirty Central mm-hmm. for future reference. From from now on, that's when we're doing it. This is how it's going to work. Super great time. Bye. Bye, everyone. Toffee says bye. He's very excited about his walk. Walkies for Toffee. Walkies. 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 Show some bloody excitement. <laughs>